0: I'm watching that and I say, wow, what a long segment. But it told such a great story. Yeah. It told a great story. Or it, co- it told it, the story well enough that it needed, it, if they'd have started taking breaks and that, people would have said that I, it would have pissed them off. It would have pissed me off. I'd have got on a plane right then and flew up there and slapped Triple A drop right when I saw him. What do you think about the show Sid
1: I thought it was a very good show this was a very good show it's centered around what it needed to be centered around and that's the latest chapter in the bloodline and I think it did a great job of following up and getting us on the path to SummerSlam on the show so overall if that's the focus of the show it's usually going to be one of their better shows everything else doesn't really matter that was the great stuff so yeah I thought the show was great what about you
0: it was that segment with that tribal trial. Man, that was that was a long segment. But I will give WWE credit: the announcers laid out on it. That's called not talking for the people. Don't know what I'm not. They laid out and and let the, let the characters tell the story. And you could tell that the the fans are really invested in this. Because they wanted Jade to take the, I guess, what is that, the tribal bead. Delay. They wanted solo to take it. So every one of these players in this whole segment are super, super over. That's why now they don't they don't need to do anything big with them. Now they do the little minute stuff. The little bit of, you know, that you can read a lot into it. So even the times the announcers were laying out, I could just look at the fans' brain spinning. Oh, what now? What does this mean? What does that mean? And that's exactly where you need fans to be because they're doing the thinking when you're even trying to look at the overall product, but the fans are doing the thinking for you. So I thought it was a, how many matches did they have? They only had like three matches, right?
1: I I want to say, yeah, maybe three or four. Uh, I'll go and count it as we go through the recap here. But let's go through what happened with the bloodline, because that was the majority of this show was centered on. And like you said, they got... Nearly like one fourth of the show was just for the first segment. So they did a recap of what went down with the Bloodline Civil War with Jay Uso scoring the first win over Roman Reigns, the first pinfall win over him in three and a half years at Money in the Bank. And then the Usos came out to a huge reaction from the Madison Square carding crowd. Uh, they knew yep. the lyrics to, to, to their song and they were singing along with it. You had uh, Jimmy and Jay playing to the crowd with the mic and they say they feel good after pinning Roman Reigns but this is interrupted by Ro- by Paul Heyman who's flanked by Solo Sokoa he's holding uh the two of the Romans Championship and he introduces himself to the crowd uh Can he I says
0: here let me ask you something yeah do this, not, not right here but they were like 10 or 15 seconds that I just had silence did you have the same thing was that yeah. because of crying, playing something
1: Yeah, there was a few times they did that. I think when the crowd were were doing the curse word chants, maybe like, I think like, uh, I think there was another time they did like a a chant. And since we're doing this recorded, they can just edit this out. But yeah, yeah, they were doing those type of chants. And that's when they had to go completely kind of, because I know they have like a couple of second delay on the broadcast. So they just muted it completely.
0: Well, that's what I thought. Okay, continue.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah. Heyman. Heyman's talking about how uh, he they are talking about this tribal court, but he's gonna spell it out for them that the only one who can tell uh, he uh, Jay and Jimmy tell him that he want they want Heyman to shut up, and he says the only one that can tell him that he's about to say Roman Reigns. But Solo takes the mic from Heyman. He drops hey, it. Great
0: move. I loved it
1: and then you have Roman Reigns come out that brings us to our like our first commercial so he comes out and he's standing in the ring with Heyman Jimmy J Solo on the other side and Roman uh, gets uh, a mic from Heyman and he waits on uh, a whole a whole chant of you got pinned from the Madison Square Garden crowd and he admits to getting pinned but he says he's still the tribal chief they chant tribal chief for him uh, Roman brings up how uh, that that they're talking about this tribal Uh, court tonight but he says the only person who can call a tribal court is the tribal chief and he says that who's the (laughs) tribe who's trying to be the (laughs) tribe who's trying to be the tribal chief here and uh then jimmy and jay present exhibit a which is basically footage of roman reigns abusing his power and abusing his family chewing out jimmy and jay after the wrestlemania laws and the aftermath with roman running roughshod over them they even included his bullying of paul Heyman and knocking him out out with a superman punch and roman seems unfazed by reminding them of his of uh his tyranny at first and then uh we get uh madison square garden with the youthful- ufo up chant uh which which that that gets that's i think that was the first time that they muted it out because they, yep. they were cursing like that and uh roman says that it isn't who he is what those uh what the video package show he says that's that's who he was forced to be he says he didn't want to lower himself like Your that answer. <laughs> he said he didn't want to do it he did it for Jay he did it for Jimmy he did it for Solo and Roman says that he was the Wrestlemania main event long before the bloodline and he did yeah. this to get them over and he bent his moral compass for the family for the elders and this is what he gets yeah, And he I, <laughs> he says a unappreciative
0: family I don't blame him I thought it was a great interview go ahead
1: Oh, it was excellent. It was excellent. Uh, he was trying to play on the emotional heartstrings here. So he says that uh, he says he gets a compliment a compilation of his worst moments to embarrass him in front of his family. He says he's his kids are back there, and he says he takes the weight of the world and everyone's family, and he lifts them up. And Roman didn't even uh, didn't need more kids, and he's got five of his own, and didn't need to shoulder their burdens as well. And he says he doesn't need this he doesn't need more money he doesn't need not, more power i'm out he says Roman says, uh, doesn't want or need to be the tribal chief. He says he's done with all of this. He t- he tosses the mic and Jay follows suit. Uh, Roman stares down Jay, and then he takes off his uh, his cer- ceremonial necklace, the lay, and he seems to offer it to Jay. He puts it around his neck. Haman is crying, and so is Roman. Roman's got tears on his, on that's his good. cheek. That's great great stuff he takes off his title he tosses his dad down he gets on his knees in front of jay jay goes to touch him well, let and... me you
0: let me, let me stop you at that point right there what did you think was going to happen
1: oh because i this I, is... I i knew he was going to leave him a low blow i was like i was like no this is this is this is roman roman is gaslighting him
0: i knew something was going to happen ben i said but just a little bit of part of me says, you know, he may give the it's a it's a swerve, but yeah. he may give it to him. He can take it back at any time, anyway, because he he's the chief. But when he had that little tear, that was that was great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead, continue.
1: And Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, he puts it over the top with his facial expressions as well.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, oh, it looks like you, uh, Paul Heyman. He, he does sell it good. His faces are tremendous.
1: So, so, Jay tries to, to comfort Roman, and then Roman uh, gives him a low blow, which uh, Jay goes down in a heap. Jimmy wants to check on Jay, but then he first he attacks Roman, then Solo pulls him off. Solo looks at the fallen le- necklace, and Solo uh, deliberates with himself. That was, so the,
0: that was the point where the people said, whoa. whoa. <laughs> now, see, right now it's decision time for Solo. And the people wanted him to take it. Yeah. And now Paul Heyman, I mean, Paul uh, Triple H hears that. And the creative hear it and see it. Now it has another facet that it can go. And that was great for him. So I I love that part too. When he was looking at it and the people were looking at it too. A million thoughts going through everybody's head at that time.
1: Exactly. I love this so you then then you get uh he's looking at the necklace and then Jimmy uh charges solo he Puts him down, and you get a loud, uh, you know, a loud chant from the crowd saying, "Put it on, put it on!" As he has the necklace in his hand, Roman stands in front of Solo and asks to give it to give it to him. Then Jay attacks them both to prevent Solo from giving back the necklace. Solo drills Jay with a spinning solo. Then Roman wipes out Jimmy with a Superman punch. But Solo and, and Roman still have a little bit of tension, and they send Jimmy to the to the Outside, they look to put him through the announce table, but Jay shows up to comp, uh, to make this an even bigger brawl. You get Solo attacks him, gives him the uh, the Samoan spike on on the steel steps, and then uh, they put Jimmy on the on the announce table after they toss uh, J, uh, Jay over the announce table and lay all the chairs on top of him. And Solo gives him a big splash through the announce table, laying him out. And uh, Jim, Jimmy has to be stretchered out of the building and that's like the end of this whole entire first segment which went I believe 30 34 minutes with everything really? with the recap and everything yeah
0: I'm watching that and I say wow what a long segment but it told such a great story yeah it told a great story or it, co- it told it the story well enough that it needed it, if they would had started taking breaks and that people would have said that I, It would have pissed him off. It would have pissed me off. I'd have got on a plane right then and flew up there and slapped Triple A. right when I saw him for breaking off on those segments right there. But very, very good segment. And I'm glad it went longer because now, because you know the people were saying, oh, I hope they don't take a break. Hope they don't take a break. And they didn't. So they did a great job with that. I'll, I'll hand them that. So continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I mean, no, I, no. I, I mean, I did. I mean, I did. So.
1: On. Uh during the, the final matchup on the show, we got announcement that uh Jay Uso, uh, who went in the ambulance with Jimmy Uso on the stretcher. Uh he went to the hospital with him, that he was returning back to the building. We see uh Roman Reigns in the locker room with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman informs Roman Reigns and he tells him that he's gonna meet him out there in the ring and he's gonna he's gonna basically handle this once and for all. So we get uh, Roman Heyman and Solo are already in the ring and Roman says he doesn't like how this went the first time. So again, he says Madison Square Garden and all of New York acknowledge me. Uh, Jay Uso comes out and right right after that. Well, well, at least at, at his music. And then uh, Roman and Solo are waiting around for him, but he comes through the crowd. He jumps over the guardrail, jumps onto Solo Sokoa. Then he gets in the ring. He's fighting it out with Roman Reigns. Eventually, he gets the better of Roman Reigns. He gets a steel chair that Solo Sokoa brings into the ring, and he uses it on him, on Roman. did
0: Did he use it? He whipped that ass. I'm watching. I said, damn. I mean, he was laying them in. And it looked good too, and you could hear it. Yeah. So he, he, he beat him up pretty good.
1: I, I, I enjoyed that. He was not holding back. Those were some <laughs> some some lethal steel chair shots, especially on Solo, his younger brother. And then uh, after that, he gets on the mic. Roman had left the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in the ring. He picks it up, and he says that he wants to settle this once and for all. He says, no brothers, no no tribal chief, none of that. He says, one-on-one, me, you, Roman, let's do it. So they basically ended the show saying that the ball is in Roman Reigns court now. So it seems like this is going to be the main event for SummerSlam. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. What did you think about everything that went down tonight with the bloodline, with the tribal court and the final? Well,
0: well produced, well acted, well executed. And I, I think it left the people warning more is what which is the essence of doing TV anyway you want to see how this ends and they have taken it so long now that even though they they took them two hours to get all this in it didn't move much it moved just enough to keep the story moving along so that was basically smackdown tonight was the was the was a Bloodline trial, family court or whatever they called it. It was wrestler's court with <laughs> <laughs> with a Samoan slant to it. but it's very good.